what's that? Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to I'm it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that. Dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll like the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Yeah. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Get I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Welcome to Throttled Up, the podcast. Throttled Up will be a weekly podcast featuring Matt and Dustin. We plan to discuss the legendary Brownstown Speedway, along with other local dirt tracks, Eldora, Salem Speedway, and all of your IndyCar and NASCAR news. Don't miss an episode of Throttled Up, the podcast. Hey, Mo, are you going to win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, because y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt. Welcome back to Throttled Up the Podcast. Uh, exciting night here in the studio. Uh, we have a full house uh, with us. Also on Facebook Live tonight, hopefully everybody can uh, join in and chime in. Got several things we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about everything from the world of NASCAR to Indy 500 to obviously all of our favorites, uh, Brownstown Speedway and the dirt tracks. Um, one thing I do want to mention before I let everybody kind of go around the table and announce them or introduce themselves, if you are interested in listening to any of our past episodes, you can go to throttleduppodcast.com. And uh, those are always there for you to listen to. So you can pull those up and listen to any of our past interviews, any of the past episodes. Um, you can fast forward through them and just get to the interview portion and listen to those there. So check out throttleduppodcast.com. I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. Obviously, I'm Dustin. I'm Matt. Nathan. Morgan. Curtis. And uh, everybody here kind of has their own specialty, their own thing that they uh, they love. So uh we're just going to jump into it tonight, and if you're with us, uh, it looks like we've got some people jumping on uh, Facebook Live with us. If you are one of those that is with us, feel free to uh, send us some messages um, and chime in. But uh, we're going to start off with a little bit of NASCAR. Um, Nathan, I know you're a you're a, a NASA, NASCAR 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 connoisseur yep. um, and a big fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. Let's let's just start with the first third of the season. What what's your take on the first third of the season? Hey Two, Bob, your dad's on there, Nathan. Hey Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Two the words. legend Bobby Bowling. <laughs> yeah. Two words, Kevin Harvick. Yeah. yeah. Stuart Haas. Yeah, Stuart um, Haas. But, yes. but Harvick for sure. Um, Stuart Haas in the equipment has no doubt dominated, but when you put that grade of equipment with Kevin Harvick in the seat, mm-hmm. it's just absolute dominance. I just think it's a matter of time before Almirola and Kurt Busch. I mean, I think is going to win two or three races this year, honestly. I mean, I, it's just going to take him a little bit, but I think he'll be fine. I agree with you, and 
and Stuart Haas is what uh, Clint Boyer needed mm-hmm. for that. I mean, you know, Clint is a heck of a race car driver, and and I think that just totally reignited his yes, uh, his career. I agree. And we we talked before. We've got uh, you know four main sponsors here on the show now, and we're going to kind of have them sponsor segments of the show. And since you went right out of the gate with uh, Kevin Harvick, I'm going to kind of introduce our, our first new segment, which is going to be um, the Schaefer Photo and Custom Tee Picture Worthy Move of the Week. And typically, this will obviously connect to a dirt track driver and something they've done on the track. But since I knew we were going to talk a little bit of NASCAR, I decided I was going to pick this week's. And I didn't even ask Matt. I just did it. Um, that's how we, we decided it. Um, so this is all on me. But the Schaefer photo and custom tee picture-worthy move of the week this week has to be Smoke and Tony Stewart and that decision to go to Ford. Because when he made that jump with his long history with Chevy and the ties he had, I thought he was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he wasn't going to be able to, to keep up with what Toyota was doing. And I, my foot's in my mouth because they have absolutely dominated with the Ford equipment. I agree. Because you got to realize, too, that the the Ford body that they have on their car, it's three or four years yeah. old. The Toyota, it's a 2008, well, 2017, last season, they was using the 2018 body. And now chevy has the camaro this year and they're horrible i mean honestly it's it that surprised me really but ford actually thought they were going to be behind right you know when the season started and and i mean that was a smart thing they did but not change the body yeah i agree and i think that we saw on saturday night what nascar could be and i know we all kind of talked off the air before we started if NASCAR is smart enough to pay attention to what they did, it could be a great move, but I'm not real confident in that. But they slowed the cars down. They And it wasn't it wasn't pack racing like restrictor plate racing where everybody was nose to tail and just riding around waiting for the big one. My goodness, they could race. And yes. guys were all over the place. Guys were getting runs from the bottom line, from the top. I mean, it was like watching a good dirt track race on Saturday night. I agree. And just... To watch, like, A.J. Allmendinger, he came from the rear of the field, and he was getting with it. I mean, he came all the way up to third, I think. Yeah, and could run his own yeah. line. Was yeah, running exactly. up at the top against exactly. the wall. And and kind of what cost him is he started to kiss the wall a little too many times. Right. <laughs> and then and started to beat on it a little bit. But, yeah, I, I just – I hope that NASCAR will consider that and let these guys get in packs and race, and truly race, not just ride around nose right. to tail. Well, like they said during the race, they were bump drafting at, at Charlotte. Right. You know, that, that was unheard of before that last package. I just, I mean, that was nice to see something different. I don't think that's going to be like the, you know, what could fix the whole problem. I mean, I think that was, well, it was obviously a test session, but I think they're going to, if they're going to change anything, it's going to go in between what they have now and the package that they had at the all-star race somewhere in between but i've said all along those cars are going way too fast you you go to a mile and a half track you go in the corner 205 210 mile an hour and your center corner speed is only around 190 you don't have that much time you know there's no off throttle time right and you're just wide open all the way around the track and you you can't pass anybody It, it and I think, honestly, if they slow it down and get some competition in, I think you would see some of these one-car teams come back. Mm-hmm. If I'm a one-car team and I know I can't get that kind of speed that these big uh, multi-car teams are, are getting, 
there's no reason for me to even come out and try and run. So I think if they would slow them down, let them race, I think mm-hmm. you'd see some of these one-car teams <coughs> give some younger guys an opportunity to get in and compete, not right. just ride around. Right. Well, I've thought for the last several years the best racing in NASCAR has been in the trucks, and I think it's because of they got the big spoilers. Yep, they got the big and, spoiler and, you know, the they, cab. You know, it, it just deplaces, yep. deplaces air, and, you know, it's a lot better. Since you brought up the trucks, did you guys see what Bush's comments were after the mm-hmm. truck race on, on Friday? I did not. Okay. Uh, he he was frustrated. Um, oh, about his crew? Yeah. That it was oh, yeah, i seen that, yeah. Pure talent. I have to say, and, and I know there's mixed feelings on Kyle Bush. I appreciate his honesty every time he exactly. gets a microphone in front of him. Um, now, if I was a crew member, would I have been real excited when he got back? No, but that's... Well, the truth hurts. That's life. <laughs> I mean, you know, your pit crew sucks. And, I mean, he's the boss, man. So, I wonder how many are still working there. Because he made that comment <laughs> yeah. that, that you know, if you can't do your job, you need to be fired. So, that's making me kind of curious mm-hmm. how many are still working there. <laughs> yeah, the unemployment line may have been long from Kyle Busch Racing. <laughs> but, you know, Kyle, I mean, he's always got a bad rap. But he's honest. You know, and people people want more personality and NASCAR, well, there you go. But then people complain about him. You know, I mean, I I can understand why people are mad or upset, you know, how he acts. But to me, I think NASCAR needs several more people like him, to be honest. You know, what's some attitude? Not going to be pushed around or anything like that. And, well, I'm, I'm a Stewart fan and always was, diehard. And uh, I know for a lot of Stewart fans, they hate when I say this, but... Kyle Busch is as close to Tony Stewart as there is in NASCAR exactly. right now. And I know Stewart fans get, you know, the hair on the back of their neck stand up when you say that. But you talk about fiery. You talk about honesty. You talk about, um, you know, going to come after you when something happens. Bush does a little better than that than Smoke did back in the uh, early 2000s. But uh, NASCAR's also changed a lot. They actually make you sit out of races now when you do mm-hmm. those kind of things. I can't believe you're not being called out right now over that comment. <laughs> <laughs> called out over what? comparing kyle bush to, to smoke there there's a lot of similarities mm-hmm. there I, I'll, I'll argue that one out uh, no i got called out more for t- saying jeremy owens had the best look at modified at brownstown speedway <laughs> last week man I'm, I'm glad to see jeremy's on with us tonight though so I'm, I'm, what's, what's up jeremy i'm hoping that nobody knows where i live after that comment i had everybody coming out of the woodworks you start talking about about rap schemes it, it's all over the place I'll ask you this, Nathan, and uh, we'll wrap up kind of our NASCAR segment here, but um, I'm not even going to ask who the favorite is to win the championship. Is It's hands down. Uh, we, we, all, we all are going to put our money on Harvick, but who's the biggest challenger for Harvick? Oh, gosh. It'll be one of his teammates, I think. Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, if Clint Boyer comes on, you never know. Um, who else we got? Uh, well, Kyle Busch. Pretty much the usual suspects, I think. Kyle Busch, Martin Truex. Keselowski. Keselowski. Logano, he's been running a lot better. I think Sunday, it's either going to be Harvick or Logano that went in the Coke 600. That's going to be my two picks. I mean, I know you can only have one pick, but I'm going to go with either Harvick or Logano Sunday. Dustin, who are you picking? For the 600 or to win the championship? 600. Man. He took Harvick or Logano. I'll, I'll take I'll take Rowdy Bush, man. I'll take Kyle. I, I you know, and I think I think the scary thing is if you put him in Ford equipment, I think he'd be a totally different guy. But mm-hmm. but uh, I think he is. 
I think the equipment is there, and I think Harvick's on fire, but I think he is as good as anybody right now. And I think Bush is on. I think Bush is out to, to, to uh, prove a point. I'll take the guy that owns dirt late models. I'll take Clint Boyer. That's not a bad choice either. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving Keith on. Keith Sparkman yeah. says Danica there. That's his favorite, by the way. <laughs> uh, well, we're getting ready to talk a little, Danica. Um, not about the Coke 600, but she is starting seventh this Sunday in the uh, in the 500. Um, I don't believe anybody in NASCAR invited her to come over and do the double double duty. Um, but uh, uh, you know, it is it is May in Indiana, um, and Morgan. I know that you came on as a big IndyCar guy and. And I've already admitted I know just enough to get myself in trouble, but I do love it. Um, you know, what are you looking for on Sunday? Before let's let's do an overview before we get into the drama that happened last weekend. Uh, what I'm looking for next Sunday, it's going to be a weird one. I think that uh, definitely right now uh, the Chevys look very strong compared to the Hondas, and whether that be uh, just Pinsky being Pinsky or uh, Chevy's being really good. I'm not entirely sure, and that could just be a qualifying setup. It's it's hard to take away. I've tried to predict a winner every year, and every year I've been very wrong because it's just you don't know. Well, and I think that it's it's really tough to to bet against anybody in the same way we talked about NASCAR to bet against anybody that's not a, a Penske car, considering they're going to roll off two, three, and four. Yeah. On Sunday, um, you know you can't come out much better than that. Uh, to get started but let's go back to qualifying oh, and, wow. and i think this is i i honestly am different than a lot of people i think this was a great thing for indycar some big drama saturday on bump day um with james hinchcliffe not getting back out he got back out to to make a second run to try and get in had a vibration thought it went away vibration came back pulled in to try and try and get a fix he doesn't make the race um, Pippa Man doesn't make the race. Uh, two names that everybody kind of thought would be in. Obviously, Hinchcliffe two years ago is the, the pole sitter. There was some rumor that IndyCar considered expanding the field to 35. What were your thoughts on that? Uh, I think I think beforehand, if they would have decided to make that move before qualifications ever happened, then this would be a different story, and I probably still would have been upset about it because it's three or 11 rows of three. It's mm-hmm. 33. Uh, I don't want to mess with that. It's tradition. Uh, and when that happens, when you're taken out, I would call the biggest name in IndyCar. I mean, if you turn on your TV, he's in a national Honda commercial right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you take him out, unfortunately. Unfortunate to see him out. And then now hearing today that uh, they weren't able to find a buyout, so he's 100% out of the race. Uh, it's not fun, but... At the same time, it's almost one of those things where it's kind of cool to see one of your biggest names not make the biggest race. I'm just going to say I thought it brought Bump Day back. It did. Absolutely. It really really did. You, you went so many years where there were 33 cars there and everybody made it. I mean, Bump Day was something important this year. And, and unfortunately, you know, I'm like you, Morgan, that you know Hinchcliffe is probably one of the biggest names in IndyCar right now. But that just proved that. It wasn't his day, and yeah. it, it, that could be anybody's. Exactly. You know, when a, when a big name has to sit on the the sidelines, then you know how how competitive a field is that. And I agree hundred percent because that's why when everybody when any car considered making it to thirty five, I I just cringe because 
that's what the quality is now that Hinchcliffe does. And it, yes, it was, there were some mechanical things that went on. It was the perfect storm to keep Hinchcliffe out. But for the, for one of the first times, bump day meant something. Yes. Oh, These yeah. guys are sitting out and people are talking about IndyCar long before the race. Oh, it's crazy. And uh, that's why I was so glad to see IndyCar said, no, it's, it's 33. Because my thing is, you can't bump it to 35. Then everybody that showed up with a car ought to be able to go out there and run on Sunday. Mm-hmm. You, you can't start playing that game of letting them in. Um, I did, and I know you said, and, and Hinchcliffe said it, he was going to go try and buy a ride. Yeah. And I know I read Connor Daly's quote. Connor Daly came out and said, well, everything I have, basically everything I yeah. have is for sale, but it's going to have to be a life-changing mm-hmm. amount of money because the opportunity to run this race is a life-changing deal. Yeah. So. If he can offer me a life-changing amount of money, I'm okay with considering it. And uh, and you know what? I don't know what that offer was. I haven't heard it. But also kudos to Connor Daly because that's I, – I, I would want to get that opportunity to run in the, the greatest spectacle in racing. Yeah, from the few interviews I heard with uh, Connor, uh, he – he was really adamant it wasn't necessarily too much about money i think he really would wanted a chance to you know with that team if they were going to give him you know another a ride next year maybe a full season ride next year i know he wanted something more than just money Uh, i'm sure they weren't able to work out a deal and i think he's happy to be running the race anyhow well it limits you right off like you just said hinchcliffe being in a national honda ad he's not just some honda driver he is honda uh, one of them he wasn't going to buy out a chevy and jump in a no. chevy and run it uh no. on sunday so it is too bad but i also think it is i think it's brought back some of that the feel of the historical indy when there were just cars galore up there oh, yeah. and mm-hmm. everybody was trying to make the race i think if abc's smart they'll pull them up in the box for the oh, race right. oh, and 100%. have him help call it but you know after i watched that that commercial you're talking about it made me wonder about hinchcliffe because I don't know if you guys paid attention, but his right shoe is green and his left shoe is red. So I don't know if that was a reminder of which foot he wanted to push. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else noticed that, but his gas foot well, had a green shoe on it. You think that might have been the mistake? You think he put the shoes on the wrong he feet might have on put the shoes on the wrong feet. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because that commercial you're talking about when he was walking around in that, you know, in that showroom, I thought his shoes are different colors. And then I realized, you know, his, his throttle foot was green with the brake foot red and i thought holy cow you know is that a reminder for him or or what that was well matt i hate to call you out but i have seen your shoes and you do have an r on one and an l on the other so i (laughs) i don't want to call you out but uh well and he doesn't have shoestrings either (laughs) shoestrings are there you know shoestrings are that takes it way out to another level i can't say much i have shoestrings but they're pulled out so far just so i can slip them on keep them untied so but uh you know i do think like i said I, I do think there's a there's a, a renewed interest in the race this year um i think there's some excitement personally i hope that penske doesn't run away with it um i hope there is some some really good racing that comes in there um naturally my own self i i lean towards marco andretti i hope marco can get a chance uh to run up front that's my own bias so that'll be my choice and my pick and uh, my hope on Sunday. Who's yours? Well, my hope is that uh, my guy, Alex Rossi, can somehow make it back from 32nd. He uh, he came into uh, pole day, or I guess it would be the second day of qualifying, in 10th and just couldn't put up a time. Uh, so I could hope he makes it all the way back up to the front. 
I'd like to see Elio win his fourth. That would put him in some great company, mm-hmm. and I don't think he's going to have many more chances uh, to come back and try for that. And I'll be honest, when you scroll down the list talking about how competitive of a field it is, not only is it competitive, but as you just said, with Rossi being all the way back in 32nd, there are big names throughout the field. Oh, yeah, I definitely – when I saw that uh, Sunday night, it stunned me because this is a guy – your 32nd place is second in the point standings right now, and he's only second by two points. Yeah. So uh, it's a, it's going to be a wild race. It's The Indy 500 is never – you're never able to pick who's going to win. Graham Rahal, 30th. Oh, yeah. Hildebrand it's, is 27th. Um, Rossi, again, 32nd. Uh, who else we got here? I think the big surprise uh, – A.J. Foyt has two guys right up there, uh, I think 10 and 11. And A.J. Foyt hasn't been able to produce at all for quite some time. So if they can even come away with a top 10, top 5 finish, that will be that'll be huge. And then for Sparkman there, Sparkman's girl, uh, Danica, she'll, uh, she'll roll off there in 7th place, um, which she'll probably quickly be. <laughs> that That's the good thing is I think Rossi will move up quickly. He'll yeah. at least go to 31st after the first caution comes yeah. out. So, But I think if I was putting money on somebody, I think it's finally Ed Carpenter's year. Start, starts on the pole. He's fast. Hometown boy. Hometown, that's family track. Well, yeah, but I think it's finally his year, honestly. I would love to see that as well. I, I lean towards Marco, um, but I would love to see Carpenter put it in. Yeah. And, and it's also cool with the uh, – the the sponsorship from from fuzzy um being on the car that would be a really cool indiana connection to uh to, to kind of tie everything together if he can put it in victory lane i've heard that's a pretty good product i'm not positive but i heard it's pretty good they so. have four really cool commemorative bottles i will say that um i really wanted all four i only got one um i, I can see it up around the shelf yeah right? it's uh it's that is aj <laughs> foyt's first fourth win that's that bottle so uh really really cool stuff though um keith says go daddy girl <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> all right uh i'll ask you this though morgan before we kind of move into to the dirt track stuff um you know I'll be 100% honest. I'm an IndyCar fan for one month, and it's in May. That's fine. Do you carry it out all year? Yeah. Uh, it's It probably started last year. Uh, my dad took me to the 100th running, which was huge uh, for me. It was sold out. They never let it out, but I'm sure there were close to half a million people there, which is ins- or Yeah, half a million people, and that's insane. Um, and last year i went and after last year's race that's when i really started hammering down and ever since then it's just been something i've lived and breathed very cool very cool i i i said earlier indy and texas i like watching them at texas because they just flat fly there but um that's about as as far as i've gotten into it but i do love may there's something about it when they're they're here in may so and that history's there but we'll transition um and get into a little of the uh, the dirt track stuff because uh, that's uh, that's our normal thing. And we did take 20 minutes out to uh, to dabble in some of that other stuff there. But, uh, again, uh, Brownstown Speedway coming off Saturday night. Uh, got the rain – or got, got we got the rain in and we got the racing in, um, uh, which was impressive. And, you know, before we move on any farther, I think it would be uh, 
a mistake not to say a huge shout out to Jim Price and the track yes. crew over there. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, I know you and I were texting throughout the day, and unfortunately, I couldn't be at the track. Uh, my uh, my two week old is uh, is taking a little more time than what I expected it, um, and I had to relieve my wife on Saturday night a little bit, but um, impressive because I know we were texting. I said we're not going to race. I drove down to Austin in the middle of the afternoon. It was raining sheets, mm-hmm. and I thought there's just no way. And then you got to the track about 3 o'clock and texted me and said, man, it looks pretty good. Well, the, actually, when I got there at 3, Nathan got there mm-hmm. shortly after I did, and the sun was actually out. So I thought, we're going to be good. And then we were sitting with uh, with Nathan's dad, Bobby. And you and sent me a text and said, now it's raining. <laughs> well, he pulls his phone out. Nathan has probably one of the best radar systems on a phone I've ever seen. I know. He, he posts it on Facebook all the time. And <laughs> the best part is – He's a little farther south of me by like I don't know like three quarters of a mile, quarter, like, yeah. like a like a good <laughs> a good golf drive. Um, but he posts it quick enough that I know, hey, in like three minutes it's going to be raining at my oh, house because yeah. if he says it's raining, it's coming to me. So oh, I, I'm all about the people. So. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I can do to help out, but you know, and what Brownstown got was just a tail of that system. I mean, it kind of hooked down, didn't it, Nathan? Mm-hmm. And then and then after that. We had another one coming, and luckily it just went north of the racetrack, and and we were able because I thought if we would have got one more, it probably would have done us in. But I'm like you, I got to give a great big shout out to Jim and and uh, you know the other guys that worked the track because I, I was really expecting for him. I mean, we were talking what mm-hmm. we were, what we were going to do on a Saturday night because we didn't think it was going to happen. And and a lot of the drivers I talked to, and obviously it was a you know a good sticky track, but said it was as good as you could have expected uh for the uh the situation so yeah huge shout out to to jim and you know getting those things in and making sure that uh they were able to get the racing in but let's kick it off talking a little bit about the super stocks and uh um winner was uh mike fields on friday night or saturday night excuse me i've got two week old so my brain is all all jumbled up Welcome uh, to my world. Mine's always jumbled <laughs> up, and I don't have kids. So. <laughs> Let me – the Super Stocks, though, uh, Brandeis. Yeah, go ahead. and They came in, and they chose six races this year to where it would be $900 to win, and if they had the Brandeis sticker on the car, they would get an extra 100 So Mike Fields actually walked out of there on Saturday night with $1,000, you know, because he, he ran the Brandeis sticker, of course. And uh, so Now, they, if – is there also a, a, a series points in that yes. Brandeis series too? Yes, I yeah, so. those six nights they'll run. They'll, you know, they'll of course get the Brownstown points, but then they'll also get points for that night. And Brandeis will give money back at the end of the year for those six races, also. Very, very cool. And when I when I pulled that up on InTheFastLaneProductions dot com, and again, I'm want to give them a little shout out here too, and not just because Nathan's sitting here. <laughs> um, but guys, if you have not gotten a subscription to that yet, you have no clue what you're missing because. Again, I wasn't lucky enough to be at the the racetrack on Saturday night, but immediately on Sunday, um, I see when Nathan again, he's a man of the people, posts that the uh, everything is up, and I'm able to to sit back and watch all of the the racing action from Saturday night. So if you've not jumped on these guys, uh, make sure you get a subscription. But you know the other the other two that I want to bring up, and the first one's kind of obvious, and I I think the the second one, talking about good runs in that super stock class. Jason Heyman comes in second again and and I he was on just a couple weeks ago and I know how how humble of a guy that Jason is but 
he's going to shake some things up in that mm-hmm. that super stock class this year. But the other one that I I don't think is a, a shocker is Aubrey Egan, and I'm telling you what it's she's going she's yeah. going to win some races it's this year. It's just a matter of time. And if if the boys' club doesn't pay attention, yep. not only is she going to win some races. What is she right now in points? She's, she's second. She's, she's second, second points behind Egan or behind uh, Heyman. Heyman, yeah. yeah. So if they if they don't pay attention, she's gonna sneak right up there. May may pull herself out of a. a I don't want to jinx her. Pull herself out of a championship there too. So you know, a huge shout out to her, man. She is running great right now. Their car is running well, and it's only a matter of time before she gets it in uh, victory lane. And you know, what's kind of she's she's gotten into the. Uh, responsibility world now she has a job but she works at a bank now so she can't race at bloomington on friday because she's always been in the top 10 in ump national points i don't think a lot of people realize that that last year one of the one weekend at brownstown we had eight of the top 10 in ump national points in the super stocks racing at brownstown speedway you know eight out of the top 10 to me that's that's unreal you know that our local super stock people are in the top 10 in national points you know because they get bloomington on friday then they come to Brownstown on Saturday. So that, well, that's a competition in that class. Yeah, so as I say, it goes back to what we've talked about here on here several times is the competition at Brownstown Speedway sets itself apart in several classes yeah. um, from other racetracks. But, you know, again, and I, I watched actually that uh, <laughs> the uh, um, feature from the Super Stocks twice, and, and the first time I kind of just watched the front, and then the second time I really focused in on Aubrey because, man, I'm telling you, she's fast. And uh, she's she's gonna put it in victory lane. I can't wait to see see when. I have to agree, and she's just so smooth, you know. For you know, Mike Fields has raced forever and a day, and you know, Heyman has has been around for a while, and she's still pretty young in her career, and as smooth as she can drive around her, I'm impressed. I mean, what do you think? I mean, you're absolutely. Um, you know, I've been around super stocks. That's where I started out twenty five plus years ago. Tell my age now, but uh, <laughs> uh, that's what I've that's what my love is is super stock class it was a street stocks whenever right i first started hanging around it but uh yeah aubrey is uh definitely going to be one that's going to give Heyman a run for his money this year yeah so, I, um, I have to agree with you it'll be one of them too will be the champion this year that's my my guess right now and i'm i'm good with either one i'm a little biased towards Heyman, obviously of, of course you are. Helping yeah. him for, for <laughs> yeah. that 25 years i've been involved <laughs> with him for a lot of a lot of years but uh, uh aubrey is a, a I say she's a kid. She's a good kid. Oh yeah, uh, and that goes a long way too. Because great uh, family too. Good yeah. family. Yeah. Oh yeah, good as and, gold. Um, yeah. yeah, always friendly. Yeah. Always when she sees you, she's uh, got, always got a smile on her face, and uh, mm-hmm. so that's the kind of folks you like to see succeed. Yes. Yep. And uh, let's take a look here. And the next segment that we're going to kind of add in is our uh, championship points rundown for Brownstown Speedway, and that's going to be brought to you by InTheFastLaneProductions.com. We already talked about Jason Heyman leading the points there in the uh, Wollstone Automotive Super Stocks. Uh, Aubrey Egan coming in second there. Uh, Colton Sullivan in third. Um, Tim Shoop in fourth. Shumpy. Shoop. Um, Shumpy. Shumpy. <laughs> JT Huffman uh, in fifth. Uh, David Brewer in sixth. And Jack Fry coming in in seventh place. So that is our uh, championship points rundown brought to you by InTheFastLaneProductions.com. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of add on to this before you get out of this class real quick. Is uh, The guys that's won so far, Heyman's only won the top ten with a win. Because you got uh, Dave Shelton 13th and then uh, Matt Botnick 18th. 
And uh, Mike Fields, you know, Saturday night was his first night in the car, so he's not even in the top 20 yet. And then our uh, we got at least two guys in the top 20 that are running for Rookie of the Year, which is Zach Sasser and then uh, Ryan Hanna. And Sasser is sitting 16th. He's leading rookie right now in that class. So I do want to point that stuff out too. Moving on to the uh, Indiana Pro Late Model Series, um, you know, and we kind of talked even before the season started that we thought this was the most – one of the most competitive class, but we really picked this out that we thought this year it was it was kind of up for grabs for anybody. And to be honest, looking at all the classes, though, they've kind of proved us wrong because the modified class has been very competitive. Super or uh, super stocks, the pure stocks, all of those have been very competitive classes. But you already brought it up earlier. No repeat winner in the Pro Late Model Series this year. Yeah, and that's a rarity because I mean in the last four or five years you know it was one or two drivers was winning and and everybody else was fighting for second but this year man it's wide open i think any one of the 20 this year could could park it in victory lane and saturday night our winner is uh chad stapleton um he's been off uh doing some traveling uh racing and uh showed back up at brownstown speedway on saturday night and uh, uh didn't miss a beat pulled it right into victory lane him and uh, the train wreck austin burns there chasing that neesmith crate points and uh I guess he decided to take a break or it rained out. I really don't know why they showed up, but they, you know, it's always like when Stapleton comes to Brownstown and he means business when he shows up here. And I do want to, you know, give a little bit of a shout out to him and in your interview afterwards, uh, you know, he did talk about, you know, very seriously about his dad, his dad going through some real health issues and his dad currently needs a liver and a kidney transplant. And, you know, Chad really encouraged anybody out there that if you're not a, a donor, an organ donor, um, you know, go out and sign up. And, uh, you know, I, I've actually gotten to see that even in my own family. Um, you know, a tragedy with one um, actually saved uh, a good family friend of ours. Um, so don't let your tragedy just in there. You know, give that opportunity um, to go on. So if you're not an organ donor, really consider that and go out and sign up. And I, I just wanted to kind of carry that message on because I thought that was, you know, it, it, Chad is Chad. But that was as heartfelt and sincere as I've ever seen him. And, and I, you know, I've, I'll keep his father in our, our thoughts and prayers, and I, I wish him all the best. And I'm going to touch base on that, too, because in our, one of our earlier episodes, you know, I told you after I seen that uh, Brian Clausen was an organ donor, and I watched that special on ESPN where his heart saved another guy. You know, I, I actually went and, and signed up to be a donor after that. So, you know, I'm like, Chad, you know, if you're going to, you know, you know, save save a life there. You know, when when yours is gone, and and be an organ donor. But you know, Chad, you know he's he's one of the nicest guys you'd ever want to talk to. Uh, I was in the infield last year for a race. I forget what it was or which race it was, and Chad pulled an in infield. Like we had a one group go out for hot laps, and then they pulled in the infield. Whatever went up, talked to Chad, and I asked him. I said, "Hey, do you have an extra door?" you know that you have laying around because i you know i just bought a house and i like that kind of stuff and he said yeah man i'll see what i got well a few months later he said hey come here he gave me a door off of one of his late models and i've got it in my living room right now and i mean that that's perfect decoration for a house in my opinion but you, you know, really are single aren't you buddy? yeah yeah i am i'm enjoying it too but, you're the only one in the room that can get away yeah with that, I think. but you know not a lot of guys would just do that, but but Chad, he's one of my favorite people over there. He he's a good guy. 
Derek Bottoms just let us know uh, that uh, Neesmith got rained out. That's why Chad showed up here. Well, and I also wanted to say something about uh, Derek here. Um, Derek, thank you uh, for asking everybody to share the video out. That would be great if we could get this pushed out. You know, we don't, we're not doing this uh, for us. Uh, we just want to, you know, promote the guys that are racing every Saturday night and the sponsors to help them get us there, get get them there. So I appreciate that. And last thing I'll say about the uh, Pro Late Model Series before I'm mad, I let you kind of do the rundown and points there. We kind of talked about this off the air. Everybody, it, not only how competitive that group has been, but if they all get together on one night and and are all on, that is going to be maybe a race for the century because, you know, all of them, Marty's had a great night. Tyler Kane's had a couple great nights and had some unfortunate bad luck. You know, Tyler Neal has looked really good. Um, obviously, anytime Stapleton is there, Stapleton is good. Um, if that group all hits at one night with the setups and they're looking good, look out because it will be one heck of a night of racing. There won't be, even if Nathan and Ryan are both there, there won't be enough cameras to capture the action <laughs> if they can all hit it at that point. Well, I, if you listen to my interview with Chad there on in the fast lane, you know, I, I made the comment that I looked to Jamie when they took off that night and I asked her, I said, does it look like they're going faster than usual? And she thought it did. And then you told me you thought also, I mean, it just seemed like mm -hmm. they were flying. They were flying. I don't know if the track was heavy and they were getting enough, you know, a whole lot of traction there or what. But, you know, it seemed like they were hitting the corners way harder than than usual there. And, it, I mean, that was just a, a great show, yeah. I thought. You know? Absolutely. But, um, like we said, no no repeat winners yet in, in the, the Pro Late Models this year. But you got uh, Tyler Kane leading your points. And you got Marty O'Neill, four-time series champion, running second. Tyler O'Neill with the win. So, your top three all have been in victory lane. Our buddy Derek Bottoms ever sitting fifth or six in the points right now. So, and then uh, your leading rookie is going to be Justin Bowling in the zero. First time ever in a race car, he came from a uh, pulling tractor or truck background and uh, thought it looked like fun. So he sold all the pulling stuff and and bought a race car. So he's I'm, really impressed me. I mean, I know he's been caught up in a couple things, but really never been in a race car before he's he's really impressed me that uh, was going to say the same thing you know he's uh been a victim of circumstance right. a time or two when stuff has happened you know he hasn't caused anything right exactly that the body on that car was straight but i, yeah. I know last saturday he kind of got in a little little mess but that it, it wasn't of his doing i don't believe but i think a few more you know a few more races in that race car right. you know he's uh right he's definitely gonna come around so i do gotta give a shout out to justin for that then, for the record, no relation, right? No, not that I know of. Justin's out of Salem. I know that. So, well, and I do want to do want to say one thing here about Derek Bottoms, and uh, it'll probably maybe maybe get me some uh, some quick feedback because that seems to be the thing. I did say last week that uh, Jeremy's car is my favorite car at the racetrack, but Derek, I will tell you, my four year old would pick your car every time that it comes out so to him that is a sharp looking machine and he he loves that scheme you put together um i'm still going to lead towards jeremy but you've got a you got a heck of a scheme there for my four-year-old that's that is, you you are his favorite on the track all right and that was your championship rundown brought to you by in the fast lane productions uh let's move on to the ump modifieds um i'm gonna say it maybe maybe uh you guys will disagree with me but um I got to be thinking some of those other modified guys are just hoping that less super late model shows get rained out because I think the more often Devin Gilpin's there and Devin can climb in that modified, 
you know, the tougher it is uh, going to be to win. And, and, you know, Devin's good in whatever he gets in, but, man, it when he gets in the uh, uh, that modified, he kind of looks like he gets back feeling at home again. And Well, I'm actually going to disagree with you because – I know you are, and I already wrote it down. I got the note here. <laughs> Tim Rivers, first night in the car. With a star. I even asterisked it. Tim Rivers ran down Devin and was actually turning faster laps in the last, I think six or eight laps of the race. So I think all them guys in UMP modifieds need to watch out for the 46 is that's, a, that's my opinion on that. Curtis, what are you thinking on that? He was coming. Rivers <laughs> was coming. I mean, first night out, out of the box, he was good. Um, but I agree with Dustin too. Anytime Devin <laughs> Gilpin rolls in, you go, Who, are we running for second tonight? I mean, that's just, that's the way it is at Brownstown Speedway. Uh, it's home for Devin. Well, and this is the thing because you had already said it to me, and I I had watched the race at, uh, races, and you'd said, "Man, you need to watch Tim because Tim really comes on strong." And obviously, and I I did write him down in my notes because I went back and watched it. But the one thing I would say is, I'm still going to stick by my story because I think Gilpin has probably watched that too, and Gilpin won't just roll in in the modified again. He's going to make sure he can he can oh, yeah. put Tim Rivers in his place and and kudos to tim man first night in that car and rolling it out and man he because the guys he was passing to run second weren't slouches either i mean Hines was in there and, and boatnik was in there oh yeah i mean yeah. there there's some guys that can drive as well so uh uh you know he he definitely uh showed that he's going to be a force in that class as well well like mentioned tim i know we're talking dirt racing but he's actually got a street stock that he runs over at salem speedway yes. and we went over let's see we was off 12th, on, yeah 12th. yeah we was off on mother's day weekend so me and mom and dad went over to salem to watch and they ran a 75 lap street stock race tim ended up winning he earned it that he i think he started maybe eighth or ninth but he was flying and i think he passed the the leader with about five or six laps left five to go he took yeah, the lead yeah it was awesome that's just that's good you know to to see something like that you know he races pavement and dirt oh you yeah know, not a lot of guys do that anymore and that's, I, I went and watched him the arc when they had the yeah. arca race at salem and uh, he finished third that weekend yeah. and actually started i think 15th or 16th yeah. and, and ran up to third on on that race so i'm like you you know he can get in a car and race on asphalt and then he can turn right around and jump in the dirt car and race matt why don't you give us a quick rundown there our uh, championship rundown by brought to you by in the fast lane productions well we've had uh and i might might be wrong i might have miscalculated but i think we got four winners or three winners out of four races uh gilpin's won twice then matt botnick's got a, a feature win and ryan thomas has a win and then you got matt botnick is your winner or your points leader right now and then his dad dennis botnick 79 track champion by the way in the late models let's throw that out dennis is still turned around and was a track champion in 1979 i know you weren't born yet dustin so (laughs) but uh i wasn't gonna bring that up this week i I brought it up the last uh, two but i appreciate you dennis dennis still holding strong and running second points and ryan thomas is third Uh, jeremy owens is fourth in points and jeremy hines fifth and then uh you know our buddy lucas Wheemiller running eighth and the and youngster uh, Braden Watson is uh, is eleventh, and he's also your leading rookie. Real real quick on those two, you know, and, and Lucas obviously uh, uh, given Braden that opportunity, but it was unfortunate that those two ended up tangled up together. I mean, unfortunate anybody's equipment gets te- tore up, but uh, you know, unfortunate when uh, um, the uh, 
those two the uh, cars together get torn up. And I'm sorry, Nina Schultz there threw me off a little bit. Um, I believe they're in the house. She's asked me where my sunglasses are. I told her I'd wear them. I will wear them on my wife and I's podcast. I promise. I forgot them tonight. But Braden, Braden Watson, for never being in a race car before, that boy, he gets some more races under him. He's going to be good. He's going to be very good. And we've talked several times, and I know you're an iRacing guy. Yeah. Um, I love it. I And I've never done it. I want to do it. Um, but it it obviously is, is a real tool because yeah. I agree with you. We talked that first week when Braden was there uh, rolling out, and I thought, man, I, I was thinking back to me being his age and thinking if I was climbing into Modified tonight and rolling it off, how would I feel? And I thought – I didn't need to bring plenty of extra pairs of underwear <laughs> uh, because, but, uh, man, he was, I mean, he was smooth there and, uh, you know, and he was, uh, he is going to be something special. Well, one thing on the iRacing deal, I mean, you learn a lot about car control. You want to think a, a video, well, it's not really a video game. It's actually like a simulator. It's so real, but like these steering wheels that they have now, that's, they have a thing called force feedback and it vibrates. So, you throw it off in the corner and you hit a rut, you're going to feel it in the steering oh, wheel. Wow. So, I mean, like I know last week with when Jeremy was on, you guys was talking about uh, iRacing, uh, about changing track conditions. You can change, like you can do a tacky track. You can do like a dynamic, which that changes from, you know, like tacky to, you know, slick or whatever, or you can... Uh, do like a slick track so there's all kinds of different options that you can choose like to practice or whatever it's it's really in depth how how uh, deep it is i mean it, it's amazing and not just dirt racing too like nascar anything it's awesome very well worth the price well i know you have it and again mm -hmm. you you live a, a good golf drive away from it so <laughs> I will probably have to show up one time and, Absolutely. and just try it out. Yep. Well, I was thinking we just move throttled up after we go off here to his house. <laughs> we do have a portable <laughs> setup now. We can just all go over. <laughs> now I have to get up early in the morning. so and We just take turns, you know. That's you, you did mention that, that you're single and the rest of us have, yeah. <laughs> have wives. I'm the smartest one. So. No, I'm well, just Morgan kidding. don't have a wife yet. Yeah, so I should have yeah. thrown yeah. Morgan in yeah. that But he, he does live with mom and dad, so that's... Uh, <laughs> they won't be excited at all if we all show up <laughs> all right um you, you hornets were at uh brownstown speedway as well on saturday night yeah the winner came all the way from kokomo uh josh gambling drove all the way down from kokomo and ended up getting a win and, and a sharp looking car there too man he, he had a sharp looking ride I, nathan's dad when we was down in victory lane uh, when i got done interviewing him asked him what kind of car it was and he said it was a, I can't remember, some kind of Nissan. Uh, yeah, Nissan, I think. And he, he pointed at the side of the car, and in the number it says the Unicorn. And I was thinking maybe that was Josh's nickname, but he said that's what they named the car because every he said everywhere they go, they question what kind of car it is. So they've just nicknamed it the Unicorn because it's so odd. So I, I thought that was kind of, a, kind of a cool thing. I thought I wanted to shout that out to Josh for, one, driving from Kokomo down to race because I guess they got rained out up north, and so he came to Brownstown. Said so he showed up and didn't even get the hot lap, and he said he, the setup was so off in the heat race that he was just about ready to load it up and go to the house, but he uh, he stuck with it and ended up getting the feature win. 
Before we move on to uh, our next class, uh, Morgan, I just want to point out you've been called out by uh, Sparkman there, and he thinks that uh, you got to hit some dirt track races. And uh, I mean, I couldn't think of anybody better if you want to hear all about Danica um, at the yeah. dirt track. Yeah. I can't think of a better guy to hang out with and go go watch some dirt races with. I know the only time I've ever been was, gosh, I was probably in sixth grade, and I went to Lawrenceburg with some family, so. I probably should get back, yeah. Yeah, come oh, yeah. on out. Spend a day at Eldora with Sparkman. You'll oh, you'll have a ball. <laughs> well, he said you and him got a friend over named what, Cheech? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about it on air. <laughs> <laughs> Going to be a lot of editing if we do. But... Well, and we're live. Yeah, now, so. yeah, this is a family show. Yeah, there is no editing tonight, yeah. so. Uh I do want to get in, and it's, and it's going to kind of lead into our the rest of our discussion here. Uh, oh, well, I guess we've only had one night of Hornets, so the yeah. uh, pretty much the uh, the results are the the points. Well, so. we actually had two nights, but Bubby Gesling is your he's your points leader right now. Oh, we did have two nights. Yeah, did I? Well, I guess yeah, I'm... we. I think you missed them both. Have I missed both Hornets <laughs> nights? <laughs> now I am going to get called out. Um, but I do want to get into the next class, and again, as we talk about you know the uh, the competitiveness that's at Brownstown Speedway, um, I think this is a class, and you and I have talked is as yeah. good a racing as anything you're going to see on Saturday night. And, man, these guys, they put on a show. Um, and that is, I want to make sure it's right, the, 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 Pewter, the Hall. Pewter Hall Pure Stocks. Not uh, the, but the. The Pewter Hall Pure <laughs> yeah. Stocks. There's only certain things you can say that. You know, it's the Ohio State and the Pewter Hall Pure Stocks. Yeah, those right. only but I would two put, that are registered. I would put the Pewter Hall Pure Stocks over the Ohio State University. <laughs> yeah, I would too. Yeah, I would too. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, Jeremy Hibner comes home with the win on Saturday yep. night. and the First in- win ever, man. Which is always cool. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a sharp-looking car, too. That yep. That's one that's, – that's good. Good-looking car. And I, you know, Cowboy, you've announced at Brownstown, you know, a few times there, and that is so cool when you get to go down there when it's their first time. You know, I, I think that's my third or fourth person that I forgot to interview on their first one, and to me, that's that's the coolest part of the night, man. That's and the, and it, he comes crawling out of the car, and he's awkward. He didn't know what to do. Yeah, I don't he, know what to do with my hands. Ricky Bob, I'm glad that got thrown in there because I told these guys I'm, I'm going to throw some things in there. They're going to go what? Yeah, so I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, but I mean, Jeremy was just tickled to death. Yes, uh, you could just tell. Um, it, it was a, a fun night to be there to get to see him get his first win in our class, and uh, tonight he'll always remember. I guarantee you. And you did the kid thing, which. I wish it wasn't so wet because your initial plan would have been so cool that, uh, you know, they would have got to go out and stand with their driver right. because uh, for you guys listening, uh, Curtis and his wife there hooked him up where a kid was paired to each driver in the feature. And if that kid won or that kid's driver won, they got to go to victory lane, which we had a winner. And right. Uh, right. you gave, um, you gave the kid what $50 and a trophy, right? 50 bucks, a trophy and a nice pewter hall cap. Uh, oh yeah. So, those are nice hats. <laughs> I brought some for you guys tonight. So, <laughs> good deal. Um, yeah, we try to do something different. Uh, we've sponsored the Pure Stock, the Pewter Hall Pure Stock class, right? <laughs> Absolutely. We've sponsored the class. Uh, this is our second year doing that. We did the Hornets uh, three seasons ago. Yeah. And um, we always try to do something to, you know, spark interest, uh, keep people interested in in the the class. We've done, uh, you know. Uh, 
from the back challenge at oh, the yeah. end of last year where the, the drivers who won the heat races, they could start on the tail of the feature. If they won the feature, they got a bonus. And uh, Tim Rivers yes. was mm-hmm. the only one that collected. He was the only one that tried it, I believe. Uh, but he collected. You know, we've done the uh, hard luck award where somebody was having a good night and their night turned sour. So yeah. we try to give them a bonus. Uh, try to do things to keep this. And this one was – to get the kids involved, keep the kids involved because we've got to have young kids in, okay. order, in order to keep our sport alive. I, I so, agree. I agree. Um, you know, we did that with the kids, and uh, we saw a lot of good response. There were a lot of kids there, surprising mm-hmm. how many little kids came and got tickets. And, uh, you know, they were excited about it when their name was called over the loudspeaker. And uh, that's cool. It was just a cool night for them. And it's, uh, you know, I've said it's a racetrack, and, uh, you know, I, I say it as often as I, you know, I've told, I've told Dustin this when we've just been talking that, man, you are a fabulous ambassador for the sport. And, you know, and that's why we wanted you on here because you are constantly thinking of different ways to give drivers a little extra money or ways to make the race more interesting. I know when we had Zachary Stalker on here, you know, I brought up your bounty, you know, the pewter hall bounty of right. going to the tail and stalker said he wanted to so bad more than once but he said the only reason he didn't was he was afraid of rivers he said if he went back and rivers didn't he knew he didn't have a chance right and uh you know so i just want to throw the props out to you on i love the things that you do to to make that uh you know more interesting for the fans for the drivers for everybody and and man you're sponsoring a competitive class i mean it is it's the if not the most competitive one of the top two i guarantee uh, yes, because you know you roll in there, it could be one of many, many drivers that yeah. could be in victory lane. Which there's not been a repeat winner this year. I don't right. Think I don't think so either. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's a competitive class. Uh, there's a lot of nights you could throw a blanket over the top five, and they're just that's what I want to be a part of. And you do a good job of it, man. So, before we uh, we talk anymore, Curtis, why don't you why don't you tell us? I know I know. It's where my wedding reception was held, and yeah. uh, I know a lot of us around here know what Pewter Hall is, but why don't you tell what you guys do, because there may be some people listening that would be interested sure. in what you guys can offer. Uh, Pewter Hall, full-service banquet, hospitality center. Uh, we also do off-site catering. Uh, so most of our business, uh, the bulk of our business is on the weekends, on Saturdays, obviously wedding <laughs> receptions in the summer and so forth. So. I don't get out to the track as much as I'd like to, so this is why we sponsor the class and try to do things to to keep involved and uh, still be able to be a part of the Brownstown Speedway because, again, I love the track and uh, have been there in different functions. But uh, Pewter Hall, we've been there since uh, April of 2013. Uh, My wife and I purchased Pewter Hall. Uh, The previous owners started the business in 2001, so it's a well-established business, and we've just – focused on some areas where we thought we could see some growth and uh you know good lord bless us and uh, we've seen growth in those areas so um and if you hadn't have it if you've not had a chance to eat the food the food oh, is yes. excellent it I is highly... not it's not just like banquet hall food at sometimes other banquet halls can be almost like hos- almost like hospital it food. can be yeah not not this no not, not this thank you no yeah, not this is. no not at all not at all this i highly is. recommend the chicken elegante that, that or that, whatever that, is that what it's called elegante you're well all, okay you're well that close, i'm baby. from tampa so you know. the, the chicken the, the chicken elegante. Uh, but you know thank you uh we we take pride in in quality and consistency of our product whenever someone comes to um the, the Brownstown Speedway banquet or oh, I was going to throw that out there, or, yeah. 
any event that's at Pewter Hall, that our focus is on quality and consistency uh, to make sure that we put out the same product week in, week hey, out. Let me stop you for a minute. Total Chaos has just came on there. And, Chad, you came on late, man. We, we've already uh, highlighted you there. Yeah, so. we gave you some shout-outs, yeah. Chad. <laughs> we need to get you down here sometime, bud. We just, need to, we just need to instill the five-second delay before we can get you on here. Yeah, that may not be say. Facebook Live suitable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then also I was going to say we were in the meat of, you know, Pewter Hall and, and leave it to chaos to just make, <laughs> break up the game. You know what I mean? Shoot in there. And, okay, now. Thanks, Chad. I appreciate it. I'm trying to give you a chance to really promote your yeah, business. Yeah, and, and Stapleton comes up. <laughs> Thanks, Chad. We love you, Stapleton. You know that. But where does your uh, – I know you said, you know, obviously with Heyman, you've been around the track forever, but where, where does that love for racing come? It, you know what I was thinking about coming in here and, and doing this? I have to blame uh, what's Dairy Queen in Brownstown right now. And you're going, what? I was working at Druthers Restaurant, which is where Dairy Queen's at now. Right. Uh, working for Scott Butt and uh, – they had a street stock at that time. He and Bob Bain. Yes. Who uh, works up in the tower, used to anyway. Uh, they had a street stock at the time. I just got out of senior in high school working at the, the Druthers restaurant. Went to some races with them, and that's when I got the bug. Um, Cooley Singer was driving their street stock at that time. If you anybody old-timers know Cooley <laughs> Singer. You guys probably don't know him. But, uh, we're uh, the only ones in the room, Curtis. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know of him. Folks out there on the podcast land, they'll know who Cooley Singer is. But that's when I got the bug. And then uh, Jason Heyman worked at Dairy Queen. I was still working there as a manager. And uh, one night he said, uh, I need help setting the motor down the car. He had a an old Monte Carlo that uh, he was going to run in an Enduro, I think. I think he started out in Enduros. Um but it was a big full-size Enduro. No one would help him go set his motor in that night. So I said, yeah, I'll go one time and help you. And There it is, right? Here and 25 are. years later. And, yeah, I was with Heyman for a long time and uh, still on his car. He's been good to us. Uh, puts our name, puts Peter Hall on his car every year since we've been there. And uh, um, I was going to throw that out. You're the front row. For the Scott Patman tribute race, man, both noses had Peter Hall. You had uh, that was a double billboard. Wasn't you it? had Brandon Carr, <laughs> Brandon Carr, and Jason Heyman on, on the, the front, front row. row. Yeah, and, so and, you know, again, in the fast lane productions does a great job covering the races. Uh, but that was cool watching that video and them coming around to take the start, and it was like oh, a, yeah. a double billboard coming around. That was so. so cool when Jason won. He pulled out on the front stretch, and the emotion that he showed. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah. That, that you, gave you me goosebumps. See, you don't see that out of him a lot. No. And, and I was tickled to death. I was able – we had an event that night. Uh, I was able to sneak out to the track and, and got to see him take the win that night. But it was cool seeing him get out. I mean, that is the race he has wanted to win. Um, you know, well, he had such a connection to it. Exactly. You know. Exactly. I mean, his dad and, and Nathan and Slim and Jeff being buddies. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it was neat seeing, seeing him get mm -hmm. that win. And, and pulling out on the front stretch, right. not going to victory lane because, again, he he appreciates the fans, and that's how he's trying to connect, get the car back up close to the, the grandstand. Well, I've, like I've, in the old days, you know, I've kind of nicknamed him old school because, right. and uh, you know, when we were standing there at the gate, you know, we were getting ready to go out there to to do the interview, and all of them, you know, all the fans ran out in front of me and they started to walk across the track. I'm like, he ain't going there. Nope. I was like, come mm -hmm. back, you know. And they're looking at me like I was crazy. 
but I, I knew where Jason was going to go, you know. He's going to park it on. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. to me, that's because he does that and no one else does. That's very cool. Right. You know, and, right. and like you said, it's a he is about the fans and he's about the history of the sport. And because when we were kids, that's where they parked him at was right. on the front stretch. That's, that's where right. I remember. I mean, if I ever was fortunate enough to win, like even have a race car and win a race at Brownstown, my very first win, I'd pull out on the front stretch because me and gra- my grandpa sat in turn four almost every saturday night we'd see whoever win pull out on the front stretch they didn't have the yep. victory lane in the infield that that's just cool like you said it brings it the fans can see it a lot better oh yeah i mean i love the victory lane i love that in the infield but you know it's just it's different seeing a a guy pull out on the front stretch you know i like that it's, it's cool kind of nostalgic yeah. yes and it's yes. a lot less further to walk isn't yeah it, it is <laughs> Well, from up top, right? I think the the really cool thing too is is that we talked about you know some of these guys picking up their first win and and the emotion in their first win and and you know the Ricky Bobby I don't know what to do with my hands and and those kind of things but even a guy like Heyman that's been doing it for a long time when they get the one that's so special to him and connected to him it looked like he had just won his first race mm-hmm. I that's mean right. the emotion he got out with the you know, that that just pure joy that he had, it was like the first race he'd ever won again. And that that's so cool to see a guy that's been in the sport that long get that opportunity. And, and it was awesome getting to sit here and talk to him about it uh, on the podcast and getting to kind of hear him break it down. But that was as close to as pure joy as you can get. Absolutely. But what I'm going to say about Heyman is I've interviewed him, I can think of twice now, and he has that enthusiasm every time he wins. You know, it wasn't – it was a little, a little more extra because of – being slim's race but you know even when it was just a race he was still excited about it you know because that's you know Heyman enjoys the sport you know and he's glad to see right. that he gets a win right well um talking about hard luck as you had uh, uh sponsored last year one guy that uh has been on our show that had some hard luck on saturday night in the pewter hall pure stocks <laughs> was our buddy zach stalker broke a oh, drive yes. shaft um looked like he had a he had a heck of a race car that night and then broke a drive shaft and and kind of set him back i know he was uh disappointed in that but uh he was one i had down here in my notes just for a for a really tough night for a guy that's uh we know what his goal in is his goal is to win that championship and and just a really tough night for a guy that he missed a couple races or missed one came in late to another one and uh, just has not been able to really get his, his season off to a smooth start yet. Yeah, I was going to say that, too, because, you know, he before we got to race one race this year, he made the prediction he was going to be the, the Pewter Hall Pure Stock track champion. And, man, he's, I was kind of thinking now he wishes he hadn't said that because he is he's struggling right now. But I'm sure, you know, Zach will get that figured out and, you know, him and his dad will, will get back on the right track with it and, and get going. Let's talk about the uh, the points right now in that the Pewter Hall Pure Stock. The. 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 <laughs> well, your points leader right now is going to be Houston Rourke out of DuPont there in the, the 04H. Who is running really well. Yeah, he won, I think, right off the bat this year, if I, if I can remember yeah. right. And, and uh, he's going to be a threat every Saturday. And then, then Dalton Rourke, who's third in points, hasn't won yet, but I think he could win any night also and then in seconds it's going to be Derek Clegg who who's also been in in the uh, victory lane you know those there's your top three then you got Dustin Carr who won uh I guess the week before uh 
week before Clegg won. Was yes, color, so. you're right. Yeah, and, and uh, Carr sitting in 16th in points, but he wasn't there last Saturday, and I think that's why he dropped down to 16th. Is right. Is uh, he just he wasn't there? But man, it's just again you're that class the tw- the 20 that rolled out for the feature. Any of the 20 is going to win. Yeah, and the the rookie in this class is going to be uh, Kevin Strevel, and I think that's Keaton's brother that Keaton races. Uh, he races in that class also. Right. So. Kevin's running for the rookie of the year, but the, uh, you know, Dalton Fleener, he's won over there before in the class. Donnie Wilson, you know, has won. William Burton in the X car, he's always up there competing for the lead. Uh, Brian Corbin, you know, with the dirt track specialties, he's he's jumped in a pure stock and race this year. Then uh, Aubrey's sister, Allie, out there competing every week, you know, in the 8X. So, I mean, it's just, you, it's you can't good, pick one. It's a good class. Oh, it's a very good class. And, like I said, you do an awesome job pushing it there and uh, figuring out ways to make it more fun. And and it's and, and I want to – the drivers in this class, all of them appreciate what we try to do for them. Yes. Um, you know, at the awards banquet last year, I don't know how many drivers in the top ten thanked Peter Hall. We're, we're just the, – we sponsor the class and we try to do different things throughout the year for them. We didn't get a touch, all 10 of them, obviously, with uh, some financial backing, you know, through the bonus program. But they appreciate uh, what we do for them. Uh, and, and there again, that's why I like being a part of that class is because those guys, it seems like they get it. They appreciate it and uh, they but, recognize what we're trying to do for them. So that makes us want to do it even more. But let's, you know, everybody, you do help. You know, you the class, you, know, you sponsor the class, you right. give extra money there. You you help Heyman, you help Carr in the, in the super stocks. I think Jeremy Owens, you give a little money to also, right? In well, the modified. I, I had a guy. It, it, what'd you call him? Shump. What'd you call <laughs> him? Shump. Tim so Shumpy. After the drivers' meeting, uh, I was sitting next to Tim, and Webb Lee came up, and uh, which I've been buddies with Webb for a long, long time. And, out of uh, Ewing, Indiana. He, he, out of Ewing, Indiana. And he he has our sticker Historical. on his car. Ewing, Indiana. <laughs> right, right. Ewing. Uh, <laughs> the E-wing. But uh, Webb was there for the first time this year. He's got our sticker on his car. And somebody goes, how many cars do you sponsor? I said, well, I've got a lot of buddies that have my sticker on their car. But I don't, you know, we're not uh, rolling in dough by no means. But uh, we try to help them any way we can. We're on Tyler Kane's uh, yeah. Pro Late model. Uh, Jason Heyman, Brandon Carr, and Webb Lee in the Super Stocks. Uh, Derek Clegg um, put us on there in the pure stock class and then sponsor the pure stock class and uh i'm missing somebody who am i missing jeremy owens in the modified yeah, yeah. so um yeah uh, you know it's our it's our extended family is what we call it um got to know brad Irwin at Irwin customs oh yeah um through jason Heyman, him working at masters built got to know brad Irwin, and just uh, right up the road here just right up yep. the road a piece yep. here yeah hop and, skip uh, and a jump Brad Irwin, shout out to him at Irwin Customs. So if you need any body work done or anything like that, Brad does an excellent job. Best in the business around here. I so. actually think I met you through Brad at a fun fest one year, right after I started announcing over it there. Was. I believe we were at Donnie Wilson's. Donnie camper. Wilson's camper. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we all yeah. remember that night real well. But, well uh, some of that's it. surprising. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's funny how how your family just grows through connections with with racing um jason to brad Irwin to brandon carr Derek clegg i met those guys through brad Irwin, and uh, it just continues to to branch out and it, it's cool how it, how it works 
and I think it's really cool, Curtis, the way that you uh, you continue to push your sponsorship. And I know we've kind of talked about it, but I, I want to say thank you, and I appreciate the fact that it's not it's not just a name on it. And you know the things you're doing with kids, the things you're doing to to encourage racers to do different things and and help them out. Um, we've talked a lot on here about how do we continue to to keep the sport alive and how do we bring it um, to the next generation of guys and that kind of stuff and the the creative things you do um, is really appreciated by all of us. I'm glad you guys appreciate it. I, I try to do things j- just to try to make it fun, something different. Uh, one night we tried to, um, I think, fifth place, we were going to give them a $100 bonus. So, in theory, the guy running fourth, if he would have brake checked right at the line and backed up to fifth, he would have got more money than finishing fourth but it didn't work out that way those guys were racing for points and they oh yeah but at any rate fifth place guy still got a hundred dollar bonus but i i think that's the that's the really cool part and it's and it's similar to what brandeis has done to kind of add something Mm -hmm. here in those six races and you know the more sponsors we can get into this thing and doing this exactly what you just said i mean these guys appreciate it and these guys are going to talk about pewter hall and they're going to push pewter hall and and uh, I hope it has a real positive coming back for you guys. And that's why we wanted to have you on. And, again, I'll say that, um, unfortunately, you guys hadn't known Pewter Hall yet when I my reception was there. Right. Um, but I have had the food since you guys have taken over, and it's excellent. It's a great atmosphere. If you guys are looking for something, and, and since Stapleton interrupted us earlier, <laughs> if you guys are looking for something, um, you know, a place to hold a, a function, a wedding reception, you know, some type of uh, anniversary party, um, a corporate function in Jackson County and the surrounding counties, you're not going to find a better place than Pewter Hall. And, well, thank you. and I, I truly, truly mean that. And that's that's Bartholomew County and the stuff that's in, it for the price, the stuff that's in Columbus. You, you can't compare to what you guys will offer and what you guys will do for the price. So if you're looking for a place, um, check out Pewter Hall for sure. And I, I think last year's race car banquet, I mean, we had a lot of people in there, and it was still... That was the biggest crowd we've had uh, in the the five years that we've been doing Brownstown Speedway Banquet. So, wow. Uh, and that just continues to grow, and, um, you know, I'm excited. And every time January rolls around, we're going to have the oh, Speedway yeah. Banquet. It's like um, family reunion for us down there. I, so I, I, have, like, I have a great time, you know, coming in there with that. And, you know, live band last year, and, I mean, Nathan, you was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was... Just a good night all around. Good yep. time had by all. Great meal. You know, that's the thing. We all get in there and we get them settled and you know, you throw the grub bag out there and <laughs> I can't what was what was the chicken again? I the I, chicken alligator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, whatever it was. Chicken man. alligator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he said. It but was it's, it's, it was good. I mean it was yeah. your your food is fantastic. The uh, atmosphere is awesome, you know, and, you know, it's, I know every year when we have the banquet, it's going to be at your place, and I look forward to going because it, it's always a good time. Oh, thanks. It's just nice, you know, we see our racing family every weekend of the year, and then I always look forward to banquet time because you get to see everybody again. And, you know. After a long winter and yeah. being apart for yeah, so long. Yeah, it's like right in the middle of the off season, basically. And, you know, it's it's just nice to catch up with everybody. Chad wants us to advertise he's got a race car for sale. 
And then uh, Chad gives you props. Good cold beer there. We do have good cold beer at Peter Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch out for the PBR on special, yeah, right? That's good stuff. <laughs> hey, yeah, and I, I you don't know. know. I'm, I'm going to throw another thing out you did. You talked about extended family was uh, the Mounts family. Yes. The benefit you had there yes. at Peter Hall we for them. We were part of that. And uh, you and Brad Irwin kind of spearheaded that and, it, and it got was, it going. It and, was Brad's baby, and uh, we just kind of jumped in and helped him out. And uh, he picked it, up the ball and ran with it, and it was a, an awesome night. Yes. Um, was able to help the Mounts family out. And it just shows um, you're going to support – the racers are going to support the racers. So uh, it, there were competitors there of the Mounts's and uh, – <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't either. <laughs> but, but the, you, I mean, I kind of jumped on with you guys. I asked if I could help him see that right, that night. Right. And uh, We're glad you did. Man, you know, I'm going to give you and, and Brad props, and you brought up family, and that's what that was that night. The, the people that donated things to be auctioned off and the people that showed up and, and bought the stuff. Right. You know, because that's what we are. You know, we, we get aggravated at each other a lot. You know, sometimes it's the racetrack, you know, the drivers doing stuff, but when it comes down to stuff like that it, we're just a great big family we all stick yeah. together that's a fact so but you know good job on that too I, I do. and and i'll shout out to brad too you know since he he helped out too you know good job with brad curtis i'm gonna throw a, a couple more things at you here and and i'll be honest that those that obviously weren't here before we got on air Curtis came in firing out the questions. He may be the best interviewer in the room, man. He was. I used to be in HR, so. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was getting interviewed to be at my own place, uh, uh, whether I was going to keep this seat or not. But uh, there might be new uh, new hosts next week. You know, <laughs> I'll come in and Curtis will be sitting in this chair. Just show me how to run that board. And <laughs> You've been replaced. Uh, but you know, Curtis, we we talked about kind of what your passion was. What what's what's one of those favorite moments that you've had in all the time you've been you know in racing whether it's in the sponsorship side or somebody helping somebody i mean what's one of those moments i don't know that i can think of a favorite moment it's just um you know when i was when me and Heyman would go anywhere it seemed like we always had a flat tire <laughs> always not, not on the race car on on no, trailer vehicle tra or trailer we were just talking about that this week and uh, favorite moment I didn't think flat tire was going to be where you were going to go no, with that. I'll no, be honest. Not, not favorite moment, but it's all those little moments. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. That you put them together and, uh, you know, it makes for a good story. Mm -hmm. And that's what Heyman always says. Let's make for a good story. <laughs> and we've got a lot of good stories. So I guess yeah. that was my favorite memory is we've got a lot of good stories from the years that we've been doing this. Very cool. Very cool. Um, in the future, any plans to uh, do anything different? Or are you going to continue – Always being there to support Brownstown Speedway as long as you can. We're going to support Brownstown Speedway uh, in any way we can. Whether you know, I touched on it earlier. I I used to work at the track. Yeah. Um, I had a mini enduro slash Hornet for about four years, and uh, that was a good time. So we've done a little bit of everything. Worked the front gate, worked the pit gate. The only thing I don't think I've done is flag at the speedway. We ran a record one night. I'll let you video one night if you want to. <laughs> I haven't videoed yet. So, well, not officially, but. Uh, I'm know. sure Bart would let you jump in there and do it one. Maybe you need to flag the Pewter Hall feature one night. That, that's a good that idea. That's a good idea. Yeah. We need run it backwards. I'd be a, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. The Hornets. yeah. They we did it with the Hornets. Hornets. Yeah. Night, yeah we, so. They raced the Hornet feature, and then uh, Jamie told them anybody who wants to race it backwards, stay on the racetrack. And I don't know if some people thought it meant reverse, but they turned around and. You know, drove into turn four first, 
and uh, they're not set up to go that way. No, no. not at all. <laughs> and it's they probably a good thing they're that, barely set up to go to the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think old Buckwheat was the only one that had nerve to even run it hard. Right, you know, right. so most of them were just creeping around there. But uh, no, that was a good time. But uh, we're we're going to continue to support the track every way we can, uh, um, and it's what we do. Well, like I said earlier, we, you know, Curtis, we appreciate what you do at the track. We appreciate you making the trip over here to be on with us. Um, and again, I can't say enough about what you offer right there in, in you know, in Brownstown, Indiana. And and for for people looking for things, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout it out to you again. Don't take off to you know Bloomington or Columbus or New Albany or wherever you may be looking, Seymour. There is a, a gym right there in Brownstown that is a terrific place to host any event that you're looking for. And, and give these guys a call and uh, um, set something up because it's, I'm telling you, it'll be worth your while. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, and uh, just give us a call and we'll do everything we can to help you out. Perfect. Um, anything else before we go for the good of the order? I do. Uh, I just want to thank everybody that has a subscription to In the Fast Lane Productions. Me and my brother Ryan, we greatly appreciate everyone's support. Um, we were fortunate enough to put up a $100 Fast Time Award for the Scott Patman Memorial mm-hmm. and the Super Stocks. And that just felt so good to give back to, you know, to the, to the racers. And, you know, that's, that's our goal. We're not going to get rich off of this deal. You know, we want to give back to the sport. Me and him both love it. He goes off to, you know, wherever for dirt on dirt. I'm covering for him at Brownstown. We we both love the sport. And I don't care where people go. You go to Brownstown, Bloomington, Twin Cities, wherever. Just go support your local dirt tracks. Because, I, you know, they may not be there later on down the road. I'm not going to say you cover for Ryan anymore, man, because... Uh... You've come into your own as yeah. a, as a camera guy, so I love doing it. What you know when you're up here on the the sky deck as we have now yep, named the sky it, deck. It's the in the fast lane sky deck, yep. uh, which is a great view. Yes, best view in the whole place. I appreciate being invited to the sky deck. It is the <laughs> best place to watch. It. Absolutely, but you you do a fabulous job, Thank and you. you know the the videos you guys had where Ryan was in the infield and catching the action out of the corners, and you was up on top, and right. then. I mean, you guys both are great cameramen. So I mean, don't don't ever sell yourself short of. We have know. our moments. I mean, I I still <laughs> screw up some, but that's going to happen. Ryan, I mean, he's a professional. I mean, I look to him for advice. You know, if I'm doing something wrong, he'll tell me, and I'll fix it. But you know, it's it's harder than it looks. You know, I, I learn on it all the time, and you know, it's it's nice to do something that you're passionate about you know you love you love dirt track racing and you know we're lucky enough to be involved in it and you know god has blessed us with you know with this deal and i mean it's awesome i I just feel sorry for you got to sit and hear me in headphones every saturday night that's care (laughs) (laughs) you're just happy to be there i I just don't like running back and forth all the time that's that's the only exercise i get during the week so i i hear him enough on these headphones that's why i've never asked to plug in then i'm going to step in here and give you a plug too there bowling you guys do a great job thank you um you know a lot of nights i can't be at the racetrack because of our business um it is well worth the money. 
uh, what your subscription is. Uh, you guys do an excellent job. It's basically not a dollar a weekend. Basically a buck a weekend. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I, what what is it? Because I I'm not even 100 percent sure it's, what, what uh, it is. It's 3.99 a month. Um, at least I, yeah, I think it's 3.99 a month. But you know, we always encourage people to to come out and see it live. You know, Absolutely. come out, yes. set set in the bleachers. You know, experience it. You know, if you've never been before, go. I mean, it, it's worth the price of admission just to sit there and, you know, watch some of the best race car drivers in the in the area, you know, right there at Brownstown, you know, 10, 15 minutes away. Well, so. and I'm also going to say this. This is what I love about In the Fast Lane Productions. I mean, obviously, I talked about the, the last couple of weeks being tough with my uh, my new baby to uh, to get out there. But even the nights I go, now that I have that subscription, what I find myself is I watch the racing back in the pack. Mm-hmm. And you guys do a great job of covering all the battles. Don't get me wrong, but I don't feel like, man, I got to watch what's going on up front. I'll watch a lot of what's going on back at the back, who may be struggling, who's who's had some things, who's who's maybe, you know, getting a little angry at each other in the back, banging a little bit. I watch that, and then on Sunday I can come home, and I can turn it on, and I can really watch what the battle was up front. So that's the thing. It's not just a replacement for being at the track. I, I still go back and watch them even after I've been at the track to see what did I miss? What did I not catch? You know, see, those kind of things. That's kind of how I like to video. I mean, I can hear Matt and I kind of like to follow what he's saying. That's basically what I do. But, you know, if it's follow the leader at the front, you know, single file and back fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth place, you know, they're two and three wide. That's basically where I will focus on. Because me, as a race fan, that's what I would want to watch. If the leader's leading by a straightaway, I want to watch where the action is. And I, I try to announce the same way. Right. You know, I'll, I'll keep you up to date who's leading, but I will also jump back here right. and announce that. Right. So we kind of fall hand in hand yeah. with that. Well, and one of, I mean, a, a great example of exactly what I'm talking about is the, the night that Marty O'Neill got his win in the Indiana Pro Late Model Series. And obviously he didn't even know where Tyler Kane went that night. I didn't either. I was watching back at kind of the battle with, with Marty had, you know, kind of working up the way <clears throat> and then figured out that Tyler ran off the track. So it was great to be able to go back and actually see what happened up ahead. Because like I said, Marty had even no idea what yeah. happened with Tyler Kane. He, he didn't think he had won the race. So. I was, <laughs> yeah. He actually thought Mark screwed up and gave the wrong guy the yeah. checkered flag. <laughs> I was focused right on Tyler when that happened and he done that. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And where's the second place guy? And I kind of hesitated and I seen Marty come and I was like, well, heck I think he's leading now. So well, yeah. I was yeah. watching Marty come around. And then I look up at the scoreboard and Marty's in first. I'm like, what in the heck happened? There? Yeah. <laughs> like somebody screwed up in the tower. And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh no, Kane's over there. So yeah, so again, guys, it is not a replacement. I mean, go to your track and watch on Saturday night, but there is there's nothing better than be able to get on there and watch what you do and 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 to be able to watch the the interviews again. Like right. I said, man, if if you get a chance and I think Chad's already left us for the night, but if you get a chance to go back and uh Yeah, he's probably got to work in the morning. I thought so. he was saying it was a good night when we were talking about the 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 banquet. It could be. Yeah, maybe he's know. maybe he's not here, maybe he is, but if if he is you know, and I said it earlier, go watch Chad's interview from uh, from Saturday night. Man, it, you talk about heartfelt, and Chad, I said earlier, you know, we're all thinking about your dad, and, uh, you know, go be a donor for sure. I am. I, I'm proud to be. I, I am also. Yep. Yeah. I, I said this on a, an earlier episode, but uh, when you talked about, um, you know, being a donor, and 
I was at a, a Indy Fuel hockey game, and it was one of the coolest things. They do a thing where they draw prizes for donors, but you pull out your ID and you basically wave it in the air. And that entire arena, you could see those IDs in the air, and that was one of the coolest things I've seen. Um, and, you know, that might be something, as we've kind of talked about, you know, some things for Throttled Up. Maybe we do something like that at Brownstown one night where, you know, we do something with uh, with donors that could come out and, you know, we could partner up with, with Chad and kind of push that too as well. So I think that'd be a cool thing for us to do. I know I threw that at you on the air and on live, um, but it would be something we could look at. I think it's a great idea. So, I mean, I, I'm all for that, you know, just like, you know, he had the, the move of the week that we didn't discuss either. So I do a lot of that. <laughs> um, and uh, Nathan, if uh, in the fast lane productions is looking for uh, any extra crew, um, Mr. Sparkman uh, is interested in uh maybe uh doing some uh some videoing um especially uh you know from his living room uh at the indy 500 this weekend if you want to send him a camera he'll uh he'll record from what's coming across on the tv now keith just i'm looking at you right now if you want to run back and forth for the interviews you go right ahead i'll stay up top i'll get you a camera you can run back and forth five times a night i don't care i made that comment when ryan was on the show that between me, you, and him, we went to Victory Lane 147 times. Oh, yeah. You know, so yeah. that's that's a lot of running. We should be skinny guys, Nathan. You, you, know. you think? <laughs> There's no one else in racing can say that. No, no. Been to We've been to, me and him has been to Victory Lane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Nathan, I'm going to call you out on that because I was on the In the Fast Lane production sky deck, and I can say this because I'm in the same boat. You did come back up one night, and you said, man. I should quit eating chicken wings, <laughs> but I can't, but they just taste so yeah. good. And I, yeah. I second that a hundred percent because I should quit eating them too, but they just taste so good. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So, well, before we get out of here, uh, let's, uh, let's take a look ahead. Uh, Brownstown Speedway, also one of our sponsors again with Jim Price. And, uh, we're going to take a look ahead at the, uh, upcoming races this weekend, uh, brought to you by Brownstown Speedway, obviously staff management night um this weekend we got the super late models indiana pro late models the modified super stocks and the pewter hall pure stock got it right absolutely uh, racing this t-h-e-e the <laughs> racing uh uh on saturday night so um you know a great opportunity to come out and watch a show there and uh some other pretty big regional uh action going on as well uh hoping yeah, to uh sunday at eldora speedway be the johnny appleseed and uh, the yeah, weather weather plays nice. Uh, throttled up the podcast. We'll, we'll be, be there. Uh, be yeah. on the road. Uh, We're gonna make an attempt at doing our first portable portable in, uh, interview deal over at uh, at the Johnny Appleseed on and, if uh, the weather holds out. Yeah, and then Saturday night at the track, uh, our portable setup is is finally all ready to go. So if there's any drivers uh, that want to hit us up on social media that be willing to do a short interview with me uh, Saturday night in the pits before you go out, I know how busy it can be there, but if if you'd like to, uh, you know, give us a shout out, uh, I'd love to come by your trailer and, and get a quick portable interview there. And if you get there early, me and Dustin both could interview you before I have to go up and, and do my duty there. But uh, Or if you just like to talk to me because you've <laughs> talked to Matt enough, you can just wait and get there later. Um, so I had to take one more shot. Hard to believe we're partners, isn't it? <laughs> Feel the love. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I'm totally, I, I'm totally derailed now, but 
Uh, I do want to thank all of our sponsors. Um, you know, obviously in the fastlaneproductions.com. Again, we've talked about them. I can't say enough uh, about what they've done for us. Um, you know, not only just, you know, being a partner in what we're trying to do and giving us access to anything we want. Um, but you know, I being friends, man, I mean, right, it's, right on. there is not a better group of guys to be around and be at the racetrack. And, uh, um, so I really appreciate everything they've done for us. Um, also Schaefer photo and custom T again, I threw them out earlier on the, uh, the picture worthy move of the night. Um, you know, and again, what, uh, you know, Mark just, uh, Mark and Jamie just, uh, gave us a shout out there. You know, I, I tease Mark every week, but he is as entertaining sometimes as the racing to watch. And I'm going to continue to say that because man, you talk about a guy that hustles and cares about the, the yeah. shots he's getting. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing better. So make sure you fit, uh, you visit that Schaefer photo and custom tea booth. And I, and I've said, I've said this before, Mark doesn't just take a bunch of pictures and go home and throw them up on, on the computer and say, here they are. He, he crops each one. He makes sure the color's right. And, uh, you know, he does a good job looking for the great shot. I know when that, the sky there, you know, over three and four is, is orange. And, you know, Mark, oh, Mark are, tries to get that. And you know, when the fair's there, the Ferris wheel's in the background. So, you know, that is, Mark is very passionate about that. And he does an excellent job. And, you know, I, kudos to him. And also, if you want to have some racing knowledge, Nathan's dad oh, works in their their booth there at the racetrack, and uh, I tell you what, Nathan, I had a blast before, while there, it was raining. Me and you sitting there in the grandstands, and your dad telling stories back. You know, I can remember things from '75 mm -hmm. on. You know, but he was telling stories before that, and I could have sat through the rest of the day and, and yeah. listened to, to Bobby Bowling race stories there. So, uh, Dad, he's he's forgot more about racing than what some of us will ever know that's a fact uh, yeah that's a fact. i mean i'm not just saying it because it's my dad but i mean that that's the truth so you know if you guys before the races start you know find bobby there in the schaefer photo and custom tees booth and talk racing because I, I know he'd love to talk with you on that so well and i'm gonna throw out one big challenge to mark because i've seen a lot of his work and he's done a terrific job but um, Nathan and I have both admitted that we have faces for radio. So if he could ever catch a <laughs> shot of us and edit it and make both of us look good from up there on the sky deck, that'll truly show his ability. There's not enough editing <laughs> tools to make me look good. <laughs> <laughs> me and you standing together ain't going to help anything. Uh, but also, um, you know, Brownstown Speedway, yes. obviously. And again, I, I can't thank Jim enough. And, uh, you know, I, I can understand as a, as a guy that's, uh, you know, trying to promote this sport. Here I am, a guy that just sends him a message and say, "Hey, I do this podcast. We want to, you know, we want to promote racing. We want to promote Brownstown Speedway. And you know, what can you do to help me?" And and he's been nothing but um, helpful in everything we're trying to do. And and I really appreciate what he's done and continues to do um, to promote our our racing. So, um, and then last but not least, uh, Kenny Montgomery. Uh, for those local Jennings County kids that may listen to this, uh, it is not me rapping the theme song. <laughs> um, it is Kenny Montgomery. Several of them had been asking Joe Hartwell if it was me uh, doing the rapping. Uh, Mr. Gilpin uh, just jumped in and joined. And, uh, you know, huge shout out to Devin. Um, one of our one of our first guests yes, uh, yeah. made the trip down here for us. And, uh, you know, I appreciate what he does and what he's done for us. And, uh, 
Um, all the guys, and I, I guess I'll take a second here just to say all the racers and you guys that have come out here and, and, uh, we really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's, it's something that Matt and I have been passionate about to try and promote this racing and, and not just promote the racers, but also like, like you Curtis promote the sponsors that are trying to help this thing keep going too. And, and, uh, so thanks to everybody that's been on, this, um, this is, this is our way you know, we, we financially can't help the sport, you know, me and, me and Dustin can't. So this is our way to try to promote drivers. I then promote their sponsors, you know, sponsors of the track to come out. So this is, this is our way to try to give back and, and fuel this passion that we all have of r- watching cars race on dirt, you know, we appreciate what you guys are doing too. So thanks. well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. you guys do an awesome job. Very good me a little better than matt but we, <laughs> well, we, we can talk about that later uh, again if you're out at the track <laughs> oh my one more uh, <laughs> if you're <laughs> i've totally lost it if you're out at the track on saturday night look us up uh we'll be there uh we will have uh throttled up stickers uh at the track on yes. saturday night um, so any driver that would like to run a throttled up sticker, there is no Brandeis special uh, money. Um, you just get to put a sticker on. And any uh, any driver, any stickers spo- free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any driver or sponsor, anything that wants to come on here, um, holler at one of us. You know, social media or catch us at the racetrack because we want this thing to go. You know, as long as we can and and just get as many people exposed out there that maybe not everybody's heard of yet. And the best news is it's a podcast and it's on Facebook Live and nobody can fire us. So that's See, the best part. Like I said earlier, if we could get my dad and James Essex on oh. here. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. There, there's a throw out. Uh, we need to get a hold of James and, and Bobby Bowling. And uh, we'll probably just turn the mics on and sit back and listen. Just yeah, let we, them talk. We can so. go to my house and play eye racing. So, yeah. <laughs> Come back every few hours yeah. and just make sure they've got something, that, you know, a cold yeah. beverage yeah. and a yeah. snack. We'd yeah. have to start about noon, though. So, <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hey, good luck to all the racers this weekend. And, guys, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, a big weekend of racing, obviously. The show at Brownstown, uh, the Johnny Appleseed on Sunday, the Indy 500, uh, and the Coca-Cola 600. So, if you're a race fan, now, I believe the F1 race starts, don't they? they're yeah, they're at yeah, Monaco. They're, yeah, yeah. Yes. Monaco. yeah. yeah. like eight a.m. Yeah, yeah. is it eight? I think so. Yeah. Seven thirty or eight? It's too yeah. early. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit later than that royal wedding. I still don't understand that. The what? The, yeah, I'm, I, what was that? <laughs> the royal wedding, the people getting up at four a.m. Um, all right, so uh, thanks everybody. Uh, have a great week, and we'll see you at the track. I'm from this dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt, 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 dirt. Gotta get back to it. I'm a dirt trackaholic. Call it what you call it. Saturday night, I am so Kenny Wallace on that dirt, 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 dirt. I miss that dirt. Dirt. Gotta get back to it. I've been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game. Ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. 
Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll like the trailer, I'm flossing. Huh. Them Hoosier tires glossing. Them cold kind, we're tossing. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. Get I hit the high side, boy, I park it for Brian Clausen. Uh. I do them like Kyle Larson. Watch me throw them sliders. Party in victory lane, and y'all boys ain't invited. Your mama gets excited when I pull up to unload. Even your grandpa talking about, man, that boy too cold. We don't sit on 24s, we don't ride on spinners. I'm posted up on them 15s with platinum dirt defenders. Got kids up in my window like, hey, Mo, are you gonna win it? Yeah, I hope y'all brought some stamps, cause y'all know I'm about to send it on me. Dirt, dirt. Check the board on my bike, sitting outside pole. Y'all know what it's looking like. Uh-huh. W, W, that's another George W. Hit, hit him with that half a lap. Like, dang, what gear you running, dude? And where'd you get that fire suit? Man, I like that stitching. Velocity USA, hey, just tell Brad that I sent you. I'm shining like I'm rubbered up and I'm smiling for the pics. Y'all boys be looking tacky while I stay looking slick. Oh, sure. Four new rims, no new friends. They never know what I'm planning. Never. And mama just gave me them eyes like, dang, baby, you looking handsome. Hey, we pray and sing the anthem. Nobody takes a knee. Uh-uh. We stop and show respect because we're all proud to be. Right. From the land of the free and the home of the brave, y'all better wake up and get it. Uh. We're making America great again. Let's all go out and kick it on there. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm all about that. Dirt, 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 dirt. I'm throwing Dirt, 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 dirt